You're listening to The Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Lord, I thank you that you bring the right thing at the right time. I thank you that you bring the right people at the right time. God, I believe in divine appointments, and I thank you, God, for every time it's been a divine setup. Every time I thought I was losing, but you was really causing me to win. Every time I thought I was getting pushed back to the back, you were causing me to be brought to the front, God. I believe that this year is going to be a breakthrough year. I believe that this year I'm going to see more success than ever, Lord. That my family is going to come in from the north, the south, the east, from the west, Lord. They're going to come into your salvation, and I proclaim it over me and my house as for me and my house we will we will serve the lord in the name of jesus lord i call forth every promise right now in jesus name lord and i will not back down because i know how this story ends lord god i receive everything that you have for me everything that you have for my family lord i receive every open door that be unlocked and open lord i receive divine favor god everywhere i show up lord that you would continue to open doors lord that you would continue to give me the right connections lord at the right time and i think you it's going to be a breakthrough year and then we're going to see more more of you god than anything in jesus name everybody said amen amen all right I want you to go ahead and turn up your Bibles. This is good, man. God is good. God's word is so good. Can I get an amen? God's word is so good. It's the only thing that's powerful enough to break it down. It's the only thing that's powerful enough to, to reach down into any situation today and make a real difference. You know, we can go to classes and we can go to workout and we can go to the gym and all that stuff is right and good. But God and his word is the only thing that can make a lasting change and a lasting difference. I want you to listen to this. It says in 1 Peter 5, I love this because you know how it sums up the the verse right before it tells you what it's going to say this one says he gets the last word turn to your neighbor say he gets the last word he gets the last word god gets the last word in every situation listen to this it says and this i believe is out of the uh the, the message bible um this is a really cool translation listen to this it says keep a cool head stay alert the devil is poised to pounce and he would like nothing better than to catch you napping Keep your guard up. Mm. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on your faith. The suffering will not last. Turn to your neighbor and say, it won't last forever. It's not going to last. This, this too shall pass. This suffering is not going to last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has made great plans for us in Christ. Eternal, glorious plans they are will have you put together, listen to this, he's going to have you put together and on your feet for good. Somebody say for good. For good. It's going to be for good this time. You know, because have you ever, have you ever won something, or you've ever gotten to a spot in life, or you've ever got promoted, and, and all you can think about is how you're going to lose it, or how it's all going to fall apart, and the devil would love to lie to you and tell you that, that, that this move over here, that job promotion over there, or your family ain't going to make it, or this over here. But man, I'm here to tell you tonight that God gets the last word. He says, we will have, I'm going to have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. It ends. It says, yes, he does. Turn to your neighbor, slap him a high five. Say, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, God does. 
He's good. Listen to this. It says, and we all know this. We all know the scripture. It says, not that I have already attained or that I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Come on, somebody. This one thing I do, if I can't do nothing else, if I can't hardly roll out of my bed in the morning, this one thing I do, I press toward the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. If I've got nothing left, I press. If I feel like I ain't got nothing left in me, not one ounce of go in me, not one ounce of, I can't do this anymore, God. I can't go to this job anymore. I can't go downstairs and make breakfast for these people who hate me anymore. I can't do it, God. But this one thing that I will do, because I trust you, is I will press. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching. I got to reach. We got got a part to do. We got a part to do, Andrew. We got to reach. It says, I'm I'm, I'm reaching towards him. As God reaches towards you, reach back. He says, I'm reaching forward to those things which are ahead, and I press. Oh, my gosh. Let's stop right there for a second. You got to press sometimes. Have you ever been to the gym and, and you, you, put, you, you do your little weights and, and you're sitting in your chair and you're just kind of, you, you're sitting there and you're getting ready to do it and you, you do it a little bit and you're like, oh my gosh, that's really heavy. Okay, there's people watching. I got to do this. So, so, so you, you're like, you just press it. How, why do we, man, especially in America, we just, we have given up pressing power. We don't do anything that's not automatic. We like automatic windows and drive through windows and microwaves, but we don't press anymore. Come on. I'm ready to see a generation that's ready to press, press into God, press into his spirit, press into prayer. What happened to people? I'm looking for those mamas and those daddies who used to come in and they used to fall at the altar and they would pray for hours until their children came in out of the gutter they would pray for hours until their family came back but you don't see it anymore because we don't have a generation that oppressed can i get an amen from somebody you're listening to the josh paul podcast more coming up in just a moment connect with josh on facebook twitter instagram or by visiting joshpaul.org To find out more about Appalachian missions or to sponsor an Appalachian child, visit AnchorRidge.org. Now, here's Josh. We don't have anybody that will press anymore, but this is. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And you know what? While I was pressing, I might have lost some things. Isn't the same true for the gym? You're pressing, but you're losing weight. See, you're losing the things that you need to lose. You're losing the things that wasn't supposed to be there anyway. Sometimes when you get with God, you got to say goodbye to some friends. You got to get the gift of goodbye. You got to say goodbye to this thing over here. You might have to sell your house or your car, sell whatever it is. You might have to move five states away, Sarah. I don't know what it is for you, but you might have to give something up. You might have to just press a little bit. And I wonder... Woo! I just wonder how God, how God Himself, Jesus, came, made manifest on the on the cross. And do you think that He didn't have to press toward that cross? He even said, Andrew. He said, "Lord, if it not be Thy will for me, take this cup." 
And how often do we say that same prayer? We'll say, oh, Lord, take the cup. And then we'll just take off running, even though he didn't take the cup. We just take off running anyway. Oh, that must not have been the will of the Lord. That was hard. That was crazy. That was, I might have had to do something. That was, what was that? Whew. I'm ready to see a generation that will fall on its knees and cry out to God and say, Lord, not me. I lay down this pride. I lay down this selfishness. I lay down me. I lay down all of me, not just part, but all. God, I give you full access. It says not that I've already attained it, but I'm pressing. I'm pressing. And if you can't do nothing else but press, keep pressing. Because God has an amazing plan. Listen to this. This is, this is amazing. I want to read this to you. And it's kind of long, but just stick with me for a second. Just stay with me, okay? It says, when Jesus has heard it, he departed there. Uh, let me set this up for you because I was preaching this somewhere the other day. And this, this scripture right here, when Jesus does this amazing miracle that we, we all know and love. We love this miracle. We, we all know it. We all love it. We could all recite it. But do you not know that Jesus had some devastating news right before he received this he received the news that john the baptist his good friend the one that called and made a way in the wilderness the one that came before him his head was delivered on a platter and they had just told jesus about it and here's jesus that's why it says then he took some of his um it took it away his body and buried it. And then they went and told Jesus. And when Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. It, it served you some to stop right there and just desert everything else and just get by yourself for a minute. We're so wrapped up in Fox and CNN. I probably can't say those, but... Uh, MSNBC, I'll give you all a uh, throw out. Anyway, we're so stuck on this new station and that new station and this. And it's so it's never just quiet at our house anymore. We're going to have some kind of noise from something. But what if, what if, Andrew, what if we just decided to get quiet for a little so we could hear that still small voice that is still speaking today? But our lives are so loud. I heard a preacher say one time, and I loved it. He says, we tune into everything else, but what we need to tune into is W-O-R-D. W-O-R-D, that's what we need to tune into. We need to turn in, tune into his word. We tune into so much trash, and we tune into so much of, of soap operas and all the rest. I get it, entertainment, whatever. You know, it is what it is. I got rid of my cable a long time ago, if you want to ask me. It's trash. It's just trash. And But, but you, you might be watching me on cable so don't throw your tv out the window just turn off the junk we gotta get with god we gotta get with god sometimes and don't do it right now but we gotta turn off the tv we gotta get by ourselves and we gotta say god what is it you want me doing am, am, am i there Am I right in the middle of your will? Because I want to be right in the middle. I don't want to be too far to the right or too far to the left or off somewhere way out in left field doing my own thing because I could be. I should, could be. I don't know about you, but I could be somewhere else tonight. I could be making a whole lot of money somewhere, maybe out in Hollywood or New York City or somewhere. But I'm here tonight and I'm serving the Lord. And trust me, I'm not saying anything about me. But I want to know, am I, any, am I right in the will of the Lord? Do, maybe I have to give up a few things. But will, I'll serve you anyway. Maybe I have to push a few things. Maybe I have to push a few friends to the side. we got to get rid of that poison sometimes. we got to get that out of our lives. But listen to this. <laughs> and when Jesus went out 
This is right after he, he went and he tried to go over to the island because he had just heard about John and he was trying to get away. He was just trying to get by himself and just trying to, to recoup himself. He said, but when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot uh, from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. I don't know about you, but there's been so many times I felt like that with Jesus. I felt like I could barely even, I, I just got the worst news ever. And then you show up in my situation and, and you need this over here or you need that over there. And I move with compassion. And, but how often is that when we find healing? God, I'd like to talk to you right now. If, if you're battling, I don't know, uh, anxiety and, and depression, depression especially. Um, it, and, and I mean this so gently because a, a lot of times it's what Satan will do to us. He'll have us believe that, you know, we're not worthy and we're not this and we're not that and we're not this and we, 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 and me, me, me. And then depression, what it actually does is turns inwardly. So all you look at is yourself and, and it's me in this situation and me and that and me and this and me and me. And but when it really should be God. And so depression is I'm not saying it's not a real thing, but it is a lie from Satan himself to try to get you to close in on yourself. Don't you dare do it. Anxiety, the same thing. It's nothing but fear trying to come against you and lie to you about your destiny, trying to tell you you ain't going to make it. But the, the Bible says, Psalm 118, 17, it says, I will not die, but live and declare the good works of the Lord. That's a word for somebody. But here's what happened. Jesus, he got that news and he couldn't even get away. But here's what he did, because this is how good Jesus was. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him. This is a deserted place and the hour is already late. But the multitudes, uh, we got to send them away so they can go to the villages, buy themselves food. But Jesus said unto them, they do not need to go. Give them something to eat. Maybe I'm talking to you right now and you're saying, God, this has got to change. Something's got to go. The, uh, I, the, the, I, I can't live like this. This is, this is not how I can make it or I don't have enough over here in this situation. God, you're going to have to move. But God is saying, no, what do you have in your hand? What do you have right now that you could put to work for me? What do you have, Andrew, that you could lift up to me and I can multiply? If you would just give me a chance, I'm trying to show off for somebody and it might as well be you. What do you have in your hand? Lift it up to me. Lift it up to me. Lift it up to me and I can multiply. Just like the, this, this miracle, we all know it well. The, the fishes and the loaves and, it's, and it, the, it goes on to say that it, it, um, it fed 5,000 men plus the women plus the children so it, maybe fifteen or 20,000 people they did with a couple bags of bread and a couple fish and we know it well but how often do we walk right on by and we're saying God use me in some mighty way and he's saying use what you have where you are but we think it's not enough. But the trick is, God will take what you have and he will turn it into more enough. Come on, somebody. He will take what you have and turn it into more than enough. He'll take, maybe, I, I don't know what your situation is. It doesn't have to be financial. It doesn't have to be anything like that. Maybe it's personality. Maybe it's family trauma or drama. Maybe it's any of that. But he's saying, what do you have? Lift it up to me. Whatever it is, lift it up to me. He's saying, lift it up tonight. Whatever it is, that addiction, lift it up to me tonight. I can change it. Mm. 
And then right after that, this is when Jesus, he came walking on the sea. My gosh, it was miracle after miracle after miracle with him. It was just amazing. And then, you know, I want to skip on down to this because we think that it's so impossible, our situation, and that things are never going to work out. But I, I happened to read, read in my Bible that uh, there was another man that walked on the water. Anybody know his name? His name was Peter. And he did walk on the water. Yes, he fell down, but he walked on the water first. Yeah, he might have slipped. He might have gave up on his faith for just a minute but by God he was out on the water and is there anybody who's willing to step out on the boat out of the boat and onto the water because there's going to be 11 more people in the boat talking about you behind their back saying he's not qualified to walk on that water what does he think he's doing out there he better get back in this boat but Jesus is saying come on now if there's anybody in the boat come on now is there anybody is there anybody that is willing to try walking on the water. Yeah, so what? You might sink, but there you went walking. Peter walked, man. He got to walk on the water with Jesus. What a tale to tell. But he did it. And is there anybody out there who's willing to do that tonight? Because he's saying, down in verse 29, he's saying, come. And maybe that's you tonight. Maybe he's asking you to step right up out of your situation. Maybe he's asking you to push away a plate. Maybe he's just saying, come. Maybe maybe you need to receive salvation right now, and he's just saying, come. You've been going to all these places, and it's just been coming up everywhere. But he's just saying, come. I know you you got this addiction. I know you have this over there. I know you got junk in the trunk. I know you got a mess behind the scenes. I know you have that, but don't try to clean yourself up. My my goodness don't try to clean yourself up he said just come come as you are that, that that old song do they even sing it anymore come just as you are you gotta come just as you are and let jesus do the work see we try to do the work ourselves, and we can't we'll never be able to do it ourselves. we can't do it we can never do the work of the cross and I'll just go ahead and throw this in at the end and then I'll walk out of here because some of y'all might throw bricks at me but you can try as hard as you want to but you can't undo what was done at the cross you can try as hard as you want to but to say that we're more powerful than the cross I don't think so Jesus has such a love and such a devotion. He pushed through so much while he was down here on this earth and do you know what he got? You. You're what he got. You're what he wanted. And he's not disappointed. He's happy about it. You are the apple of his eye. Let's pray, Lord. I just pray for my friend right now, Lord, whatever situation they're going through right now, I pray that they would lift it up to you, God, so that if it needs multiplied, it could be multiplied. If it needs a chain broken, Lord, that you could break the chain. Whatever it is, God, I pray that you would do it in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just lift it up, whatever it is. And for those needing salvation right now, just pray with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I have messed things up bad, but... I love those but gods. But I know that you died for the sins of the world. And I know you died for my sins. So right now, wherever I am on my, on my TV, driving down the road, wherever I'm listening to this, I just give you my whole self right now. And I give you all my sin. And I repent of my sin. And I plead the blood of Jesus over my sin. Lord, help me to turn from it and turn towards you. I welcome you into my body, into my heart, into my soul, into my mind, into every area of my life. And I make you my Lord and my Savior. And I accept you right now in the free gift, the free gift of salvation. I accept it right now in Jesus' name. 
And God, I thank you and I praise you for it. Clean me up. Clean me up, Lord, as only you can. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.